Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome back to part two of Bloodsport. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. So thanks very much. Here we go. Part two, Bloodsport. Oh, my name's Ray Jackson. Hey, I'm Frank Dukes. Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, let's go talk to that fucking reporter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, we do get a quick intro cutaway here to the two cops, uh, played by Forrest Whitaker and Norman Burton, uh, Helmer and Rollins. Yeah. And uh, I can't believe Forrest Whitaker's in this fucking movie. I know, it's so crazy. Like, this was pre-crying game and all that shit, right? So That was you know, pre a lot he... of things. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ, Forrest Whitaker was, he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He's going to be in a movie, uh, not next week, but the week after. He was in Vision Quest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that. He's in Platoon. He won a fucking Oscar for The Last King of Scotland. Like, this is best actor Oscar award winner Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? In this ridiculous blood sport movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Feeding eel to fucking stray dogs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. Uh, we get the quick intro here of Kenneth Sue as Victor, the, the, the fighter handler for the American fighters, who's a great character. I fucking love he this guy. He really is a great character. He's so funny. Yeah, he's funny as shit. He's well played. He's an assistant director in this movie, too. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so he's a, he's a great guy. He unfortunately passed away, I think, in 2018, a couple years ago now. But great, great guy. He's fucking hilarious in this movie. He's really good. And he takes Ogre, you know, Jackson, and Frank Dukes here into the tournament area with the, you know, the... Okay, USA. Okay, USA. Yeah, they introduce like, Okay, this movie yeah. is just absolutely loaded with quotable lines that oh, all yeah. of my friends said for years. Like, okay, USA. Like, <laughs> I know like seven people that, that said Dan that Dan for two wearing years straight. Fucking ballet top. Like, what is he wearing? He is he's legit going to wearing... A... Yeah, Death it looks like fight. he's wearing Elvira's tank top. <laughs> Without Elvira's titties to stuff it out. Yeah. Like, he is totally wearing that. It's nuts. And they're walking through, like, laundry-strewn, garbage, back-alley, nothing, underground of China. And this is where they're going to fight. Like, if I was walking through this at this supposed international tournament, I would be concerned 
Yeah, gravely concerned. What's happening to me right now? Like, where are we going? Am I just going to be killed outright here? Because that's what it looks like. It's it's fucking crazy. But these guys, you know, they take it all in stride, and they go through this labyrinth of of corridors and stuff. Jackson and Dukes here are just like immediate best friends. Yeah, I think they kind of oversold that friendship because at the end, like, it became very lover like. <laughs> like, yeah, at the very I love end. you. I love you, my friend. <laughs> I love you. Any, yeah, me too. Anytime, anywhere, and then he kisses him on the place. cheek. And, yeah, yeah. It's it's very <laughs> yeah. it's very ten- tender. <laughs> they they do go a little <laughs> tender, end. fella, on this. Yeah. Do they ever explain why Frank Dukes is an American officer with a French accent? Well, they they do explain that his father came to America to work in a vineyard, and his father's some sort of horticulturalist that takes care of expensive vines that grow grapes to make wine. Gotcha. So yeah, this back alley nightmare zone opens up into this tournament area. I'm just going to say like this this the alley is filthy and then it goes into this room which is impeccably clean. And if you've ever lived for more than 14 to 15 minutes you know that if the outside of the door is fucking filthy the inside is there's no way it can be clean if you know what i mean like like (laughs) yes you are going to be tracking a lot of shit in there like fucking heroin needles are going to be stuck to the bottom of your (laughs) shoe there's going to be like shit homeless guys are going to be standing in the doorway jacking off watching the fucking tournament (laughs) like but the set's great all the guys when you go in the all the guys organizing the tournament are like in crisp white silk geese, not a fucking spot on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they did a really good job with the set. Never do we see a locker room here. It's basically no. just this. Like there's do no the fucking showers. Just... It's just like there you go. Oh, I got to take a shit. That's what the alley's for. How do you think it's so filthy? Get yeah, out. What, what, what do you think you were walking through? <laughs> <laughs> so. Frank has to prove that he can go in here and not get killed. It says he represents the Tanaka clan. You don't look like Tanaka. Shidoshi Tanaka, train me. What's the whole up? He says Senzo Tanaka is his Shidoshi. What's the difference if Bruce Springsteen is a Shidoshi? If Senzo Tanaka is his Shidoshi, then show us the dim mock. And they get him to break a brick here. And there's three stacks of five bricks. Yeah. And the the little the uh, Victor guy is like, "Oh, break the top one here on the middle stack." And the guy's like, "No, the bottom one." And then all the guys who are shadow boxing and training up on the ring, they all stop and come over to watch now. And we get our first kind of look at a range of the fighters. And this is where Frank has to do his dimock or death touch. Death to touch. Transfer his fucking energy or whatever through to this bottom brick. Yes. Which is abject horseshit, but it makes for a cool scene. Oh, yeah. It's complete horseshit, but it's. I don't know. I mean, the, the horseshit this man. movie gets, I fucking love it. it. It works for the movie, man. All these people, all the fighters are standing around, and they're all like, wow, look at this fucking guy. All right. Son of a bitch, Victor, right? Like, this, Son of is a that bitch, good enough, yeah. you fucking assholes? Son of a bitch. Like, we honor your on invitation. No shit you honor his invitation. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jackson's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really fun. And honestly, the way that Van Damme goes up and 
smashes that bottom brick. I mean, the last film that we covered was Mortal Kombat 2021. Yep. The brick breaking for me felt a little bit more believable than some of the stuff in that MK21. And that was a movie that's supposed to have like fucking, you know, magic and supernatural powers in it, you know? Yeah. They did a good job. Yeah, for sure. They did a good job. The shot was cool looking up from the bottom of the bricks and stuff. Yeah. It was good, man. And then you get the Bolo line, the, the rip off of Enter the Dragon, where he says, Very good. But brick, not hit back. Man, yeah. I was in that movie too. Remember me? Yeah. I was that guy. Yeah. I'm in all the good <laughs> movies, okay? So is uh, Roy Chow. He was in Enter the Dragon too. He played the Abbot in a in an uncredited role. Yeah, I, I actually loved that. There was that, that scene that we missed the other time. And then, you know, we get the Abbott and that long conversation with Bruce Lee that I didn't see on the VHS version. So, yes. Yeah. On the re-release. That was that was good, man. He did a good job. And uh, now we get we get uh, Rollins and Helmer here going up to the uh, the gentleman, the, the police chief, uh, Captain Inspector Chen. Chen, Inspector Chen, played by Philip Chan in, in Hong Kong here. And they're trying to figure out. Where's the Kubite? We got to get Frank Dukes back. We can't let him get hurt. He's a military guy. We need to get him back. So they're trying to work this guy about information for the tournament. Can we can we take a moment? His character is not really a big character in the story, but can we take a moment and say this guy's a great actor? Like he's a he really is. good actor. He plays kind of like the dismissive asshole, but he does it yeah. really really well. He does. He does a great job in this movie. So, yeah, kudos to that dude. And then we get a great scene. This is a fucking fantastic scene. It's amazing. Because now we cut to the bar scene with Hossein, and he's trying to harass uh, Janice and get her to come up to his room so he can do what he wants with her. But <laughs> this is where we get the, the, the line where he goes to slap her, and Van Damme stops him. And uh, this is where he says, Leave the girl alone. He's the American shithead who makes tricks with bricks. The American lie. shithead. The shithead. Yeah, because then later we get, you lose, American asshole. Like, this this scene has so many goddamn classic lines. Because I remember Legere used to say all the time, what is bet? Like, this, this, this is amazing. Well, it's great because, yeah, he's like, you want to take her? And Hussein's like, yeah, I'm going to take her. And he's like, well, how about we bet for her? And she's like, what? She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you bet out of your me? fucking mind? <laughs> yeah. And Van Damme is like, trust me. Wink. And it's just Wink. like, uh, <laughs> I don't know you, you French asshole. You're probably, <laughs> you're, the, you're probably just as filthy as these guys. It's <laughs> the first time I'm laying eyes on you, you piece of shit. And you're betting my fucking virginity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you dickhead. And then he does the little snatch the coin out of Hossein's hand. And then apparently they're like dating because now they're hanging out on the fucking waterfront. Yeah. I love Jackson's reaction. It's so good. Like Jackson, Jackson's reaction is fucking he awesome. He sees the coin. And Hossein <laughs> gives him like, Hossein, it's, it's almost like a Disney villain because Hussein's almost like making the facial expressions of Jafar. Like I think. Oh, very probably much. Because he's just like. <laughs> like it's so good <laughs> so yeah they're on the waterfront here now she's trying now to pump frank dukes for information and why is he fighting in the kumite and it's a decent little scene I, leah Ayers is actually pretty good she she doesn't have as many credits on imdb as a lot of the other uh, actors in the movie 
but she's good, man. She's been in some good stuff and mostly TV stuff, but she's she she holds her own very well in this movie, I think. I think I think she does an exceptional job. There's one scene where I think the act I think it's glorious, but I think the acting stinks and it's she and Van Damme and they both stink and I love it. It's one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in this movie and they it's stink a, gloriously. It's, it's just a diaper full of shrimp. Like, it's that bad. <laughs> we get the second splits here now after the cut to the morning. Van Damme between the chairs and Ogre comes in here and he's like, oh, my God, that hurts me just looking at yeah. it. <laughs> Which is a great line. <laughs> he comes in in the morning with a fucking beer. <laughs> yeah, he's always, he's rocking the beer 24-7. <laughs> and Van Damme's doing his little focus kind of in the splits to show off and, they're, you know, Jackson's trying to get him to focus here and, and snap out of it. And everybody's leaving, man. The, the the Kumite Express leaves in five minutes. There's a fucking shuttle bus to the yeah, Kumite, dude. A shuttle like, bus. This, <laughs> and Janice is trying to figure out how the fuck she's going to get in there. Just secretive death just, match. Like, just imagine, like, a charter bus outside with, you know, like, the destination bubble at the top that just says Kumite. <laughs> like... <laughs> And then a, a tourist family in Hong Kong. Yeah. What's that, honey? You want to take a chance? Yeah, let's take a chance. Yeah, like, let's get on it. Oh, my God, Patrick. We have to fight to the death now. <laughs> yeah, if you get on the Kumite bus, you you have to fight. Now you get it's on the your first bus. day at Kumite. You have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's your first day. What? You have to I just, fight. I just Lee, came to see John. the puppet show. <laughs> So, yeah, they show up here at the Kumite and there's, you know, flags being flown around and opening ceremonies and a fucking giant crowd at this secret death match. But uh, apparently there are very few, if any, stunt people in this movie because all the people here are either dancers who were trained to fight or actual fighters that were like, you can take a body shot. So come on in and do your thing. Oh, dude, when we get into the actual tournament, there's a couple of body shots that are like, I was like. Well, he just fucking hit him. <laughs> like, yeah, like, he just, like, you know, we're always talking about, that oh, the angle was off a little bit. Yeah, the kick was very close. But there's a couple I was like, Van Damme just elbowed that motherfucker in the face, <laughs> like, hard. Oh, there's a there's one of these guys, the, the, the guy from, you know, the American shithead guy, Hossein. He legit knocks Hossein out. Oh, yes. And they kept it in the movie. <laughs> like, he hits him with an elbow and fucking KOs him. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to it, but it's there. <laughs> There's some great people in the audience here, you know, as they're giving their little opening spiel here, the the organizers, and they're panning around to all the fighters showing them all. Yeah. There's some pretty great, like, fighter shots and then some people who really should not be there. There's a couple guys in, like, blue geese that look like fucking Sigmund and Roy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Siegfried Sieg- and Roy. Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's uh, yeah. you know, they don't belong there. But yeah, the betting starts here, and we get the the first fight as it goes up. Swan uh, Paredes, who is Michael Kisi. Yeah, man. JCVD's buddy who plays Tong Po in the kickboxer franchise. This is great because, I mean, the crowd is made up of, like, you know, there's a guy wearing a jean jacket, and there's a lady wearing a fucking church hat. Like, it's a mixed (laughs) bag. It's a mixed bag of people at the Kumite. It is a motley crew of fellas and ladies here. And yeah, so this is a decent little fight here. Hajime, they start off, they, they get the, the, the general rules here. As <laughs> they get there, they don't even know the fucking rules. Like, I know. 
He's like, there's three ways to win. It's like, you're about to fight. Do you think Tanaka would have taught you? Like, you had the fucking Kumite mat in your backyard, but you don't know the ways to win? When when you were 14. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, Victor's telling him the rules. Like, his name could have got called right then. Yeah. Oh, fuck. (laughs) How do I win? (laughs) How do I lose? Anyway, this fight here between Senling and uh, and well, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Tong Po is what I'm gonna call him because that's who it is. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if you shave this dude's head, you can tell. But anyway, yeah, it's a decent little fight here. The kicks are good. He ends up kicking this dude off the mat and winning. As one of the ways you can win is to kick the opponent off of the mat. Throw the fuck or you off can the make runway. Him say as he says, yeah. oh, that's right. <laughs> can I can I say one thing really quickly, please? I do want to say there's there when this whole thing starts, the soundtrack and the foley in this film and the way that it's edited to the action is yep. fucking five out of five. I know we do that at the end, but it, it is really good. Like when the it's matches great. start, the movie, uh, the 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 music amps up as the match starts. The guys are moving around. When the tension starts to build, you get these synthesizer. Wow! Yeah, wah, it's great, man. Wah. Like it's it really just, good. It's fantastic. It's amazing the way that this is done. Yeah, it's fucking great. Like, so they bring Jackson up here. I like this fight. I like the little weird dancer ballerina guy that Jackson has to fight in the in the tights. Yeah. And I I like that he gets a few shots off, but then Jackson just grabs him and fucking hammer fists him in the face and KOs him like that's a wrap. And then he calls out Chong Lee the champ. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna kill you, man. Yeah, you, man. You got it. Well, and that's another line because our buddy Brady used to say that all the time. He's like going, I want you, man. I'm going to get you. I'm going to kill you. You got it. Brady used to say, you got it. Like, you got all it. All the time. Shout out um, to Tim Brady. I And I really like, I yeah, I really like how there's, they do a few matches just to kind of warm the audience up. And they do the matches and the first few matches are kind of uneven because Jackson outweighs his opponent by a lot. Oh, so yeah, it is a relatively quick match, but it also kind of makes sense, right? They're not, they're just like, Hey, let's get a couple matches under the belt. Um, just to kind of let the audience know what to expect. So they do a couple of short matches. Again, I think that this film is expertly written. I think this is a masterpiece of writing and I know it's blood sport and I know it's, you know, a martial arts film, it's just done really well. It is done well. And, like, you have to set the guys up who are going to be in the end, you have to set them up as, these are dangerous dudes. You know, you see Jackson smash this guy. You see Chong Lee get up here next. All three of him, him and his two titties, get up on the on the, on the the thing here, on the on the, the platform, and he just smashes this guy. Yeah. He just grabs him, turns him around, chokes him, and fucking smashes him and chucks him off the platform. This New record, 12 point whatever a, seconds. This did a better job at putting a tournament together than the much Mortal higher funded Mortal Kombat 21, 2021. Like, it just... Yeah. This does a better job, because it's like, now we get to see this guy fight. But the way that they set it up in that last Mortal Kombat film is, well, anytime somebody fought, somebody fucking died. <laughs> so there was really well, that's the no thing. opportunity like, if, to watch them grow. If this was Mortal Kombat 2021, 
Frank Dukes would have fought Chong Lee in the hotel lobby and killed him before the tournament started. Yeah, yeah. Then Raiden would have showed up and said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Better what find the a fuck? whole bunch like, of new characters. And that's the thing, that they painted themselves into a corner because they they killed a lot of the really cool characters. So now, the next Mortal Kombat movie that comes out, they're going to have to introduce a whole bunch of new motherfuckers and get them killed. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. It's it's This is so much better in with respect to that. And then we get we get Frank Dukes fighting Hossein here. And this is the fight where you see that backwards elbow that he throws after Hossein tricks him. Dude. Because Frank knocks him out. And then he gets up and tries to push the ref out of the way and like then tr- go attack Frank again. Well, first doesn't Chong Lee fight a guy? Well, Chong Lee fights that guy real quick and chucks him out of the ring. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. And then they come back and there's a little interlude there where they go outside for a second. And then when they come back, Frank has to fight Hossein. And he beats him pretty quickly. That's when he's like, I'll show you some tricks, asshole. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Frank just beats the fuck out of him. And he, Hossein just quits and like fake, is, fake KOs himself, kind of closes his eyes. And Frank does that backwards elbow when Hossein gets up to attack him and really knocks him out. <laughs> Dude, his, his fight with uh, Hossein, like the first move is really goddamn fake, right? It's just, it's, yes. not, it's not well choreographed because he kind of throws his arm out. And Van Dam grabs his arm and then just does a throw. And then, like you said, he pretends to, you know, pass out or get knocked out. But yep. that goddamn elbow, like, <laughs> yeah. on the rewatch on the rewatch today, because I, I rewatched it for this podcast, when he hits him in the chin, I was like, holy fuck. Like, that there is. <laughs> so are you saying for sure that you read somewhere that he got knocked out? Because like I, I just watched I it. Read. And I was like, okay, because I watched it and I was like, that motherfucker is out. Yeah, I know. I I read that he he threw an elbow and knocked Hussein out cold, and that's the scene they kept in the movie. So when you see him throw that back elbow, he fucking knocked him out. Well, he hit him. So like, oh fuck yeah, he hit him. He clearly hit him. We uh. We go through a few a few fights here. The, a couple of kung fu fights. Uh, we get the 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 monkey kung fu style guy. This is really entertaining, man. Like it's, it's really great. entertaining. They do like they got like you said the little monkey kung fu guy. There's the two guys in the, the doing some sort of kung fu. I don't even know what style it is. I don't know if it's real. Uh, oh, I don't one know. Of them. Um, yeah, you know, like I think I think the guy in the black suit is the guy that's in Dragon the Bruce Lee story and Bruce Lee fucks him up. Oh, maybe, right? I think yeah. that's I do think that's him. I noticed that on the rewatch today, but I didn't get a chance to check. But yeah, these these fights are exciting and we get a lot of them. We get a lot of like little fights and you get to see different people fight different ways and different weight classes. It's it's really well done. And the music and the foley, it's great. It's exciting through the whole thing. Yeah, it holds you through the the different styles you get the big guy dropping the guy like doing the backbreaker and you know like it's it's really well done it it holds your attention you're like oh fuck look at all these fights like you're almost tricked into thinking you're seeing more fights than you are yeah it's, but it's pretty it's you know you, it's good well you've got that music going like yeah <laughs> that's right getting you pumped we get that tie fighter Paco. Love that guy. That guy's amazing. And if this was a real fight, like I remember as a kid saying, "Ah, uh, this guy would beat everybody." Yeah, pa- Paco's the Kumite champion. Yeah, he would really like actors, you know, cameramen. He would beat the shit out of them all. 
there's a there's a YouTube channel and the guy um, the guy's called the Distracted Nerd and he was talking about the different fighters and the different styles and he was showing like kung fu karate and then he cuts to Paco and he goes that style that looks like you're riding a motorcycle with extra high handlebars like <laughs> that's what he referred to. anyway he's a great channel you should check the guy out he's funny and that concludes part two of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes, if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.